They are the poster couple for sustainable farming, that's what I'm calling them anyhow. Nadia Lim and Carlos Bagri out of their central Otago farm on the Crown Range just above Queenstown there. They're launching a new show on three, I think at the end of October. Uh, Nadia, I'll start with you. It's kind of like Celebrity Country Calendar. Good afternoon. Hey Jamie, how's it going? Like Celebrity Country Calendar, I don't, I don't know about that. We ha- we haven't actually we we haven't finished filming it yet, um, and I think it comes out kind of end of October, November. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it's a real kind of just a reflection of our journey um, since we went um, into farming. Well, for Carlos back into farming three years ago, and when we took over Rawburn Station, yeah, it kind of you know shows all the ups and downs and realities of farming as it is, as you would know. Well, Carlos Bagri, you are the male lead in this new production. How is it going to portray you? <laughs> Hopefully well. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think it's going to portray, Nadia touched on it, and I'd agree, it, it's going to focus a lot on the realities of farming. Uh, you know, the ups and downs, but, but, you know, the trials and tribulations. Some of the things we've, we've tried have worked really, really well, and some of the things we've tried have just straight out failed. Uh, but I guess the important thing is at least we're trying um, is, well, every farm is always trying. Every every year is different, right? This last season we were caught in a drought, and and then we've had a pretty rough uh, winter. So we're capturing all that on TV, and it's an opportunity to showcase that to to folk outside of the rural communities. Hey, look, here's here's what it actually looks like—the beautiful side of farming and the parts that maybe aren't quite too beautiful. Carlos, we've had a lot of conversations, discussions on the country in the past few weeks around regenerative agriculture, and I know you're heading down that track. You've got some organics as well. But I want to talk to you, because you're kind of like a a cropping farmer and you've got some sheep running around there as well, but I want to talk to you about yields under a regenerative system. As Alan Richardson claimed last week on The Country, he reckons he's not suffering a drop in yield. I'm not sure I buy that. What about you? Yes and no. So I, I guess a big part that we're trying to like just nail down is consistency. We're getting some paddocks that are just absolutely screaming. Um, you know, we're we're on dry land. Um, we, we do have irrigation, but that's just K-lines. So for the most part, we have dry land, uh, cereals, and small seed. And I guess the good paddocks, you know, they're punching eight, eight and a half tonnes of, of barley to the hectare. Um, but then, you know, we, we also have some, you know, I, I, I'll call it fails. You know, we've had some paddocks that are punching kind of, you know, we, we probably had five, five, five or six hectares this year that only managed, you know, three or four, he- uh, three or four tonnes of hectare, which really doesn't make that a viable crop. So it just depends. And, and we're not just looking at the regenerative side, we're also looking at spray-free. So we're, we're not applying uh, fungicides or pesticides to our crops. Uh, and that's probably a little bit due to our location. You know, we're, we're high, 1,600 metres above sea level, and that, you know, it's dry air in the summer, and uh, so things ripen off quite quick, and we don't have any other cereal farmers near us. So there's probably some things that we can do, you know, that we probably can get away with here that you might not be able to get away with in other places. But you know as well as I do, mate, you know, you, you, bank, you bank dollars, not yield. Uh, so, you know, if it's, if it's lower input and you're maintaining a reasonable output of the other end, you know, we're still doing five, six hundred tonnes of grains. Look, Carlos, there's absolutely a place, obviously, for organics that goes without saying and regenerative agriculture in this country, but some commentators would want us to go holus bolus down that track, and I wouldn't uh, buy into that argument either. Well, I think going all all, all hog in on, let's say, organic, I'd say that would be extraordinarily improbable. Um, You know, to, to, to to be able to pull that off would be Whilst fantastic, I, I just I just don't 
yeah, I, I think commercially that would be a struggle. Uh, but I think some of the some of the techniques are regenerative, and you know, a lot of farmers are. To be honest, most cropping farmers I know are already using direct drills. Um, you know, or some 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 type of of low tillage, uh, and that's becoming more and more the norm in cereal farming, just because it's it's less diesel, it's less cost, uh, and you know, we, we're steering down the barrel of a pretty good a pretty good season for you know pending weather. Uh, we're steering down the barrel of a pretty good season for. Arable farmers, with obviously the, the the crisis in the Ukraine is, is pushing the, the global supply or global price of grains upwards. So, you know, I, I think if, if you can maintain the cost and sort of offset some of the you know the spike in diesel prices, then you know that's that's where regenerative comes into its own because it's, it's less passes with the tractor. Less passes means less cost. Less cost means more at the other end, hopefully. Nadia, uh, there's been also a lot of talk on our show recently about food waste and the changing behaviours and Kiwis' diets and shopping behaviours. We're we're obviously having to spend more on food. We're spending less on meat. There are more vegans and vegetarians amongst us, but worryingly, fewer Kiwis are getting their five-plus a day of uh, fruit and veggies. What are you seeing? Because the other thing that brings you into play, and it's my food bag, HelloFresh, that the buy-in kind of uh, philosophy is growing also. Yeah, uh, yeah, food prices are going up and People, you know, families are absolutely feeling the pressure. Um, I guess my thoughts around that, you know, as you know, Jamie, I'm a massive advocate of education in schools where people do learn to grow some of their own food. And, and you know, obviously a lot of um, rural folk do, you know, have their own veggie gardens and grow a lot of their, their own produce at home. And it would be amazing to see more of that happen um, all around the country in all situations. And, um, you know, even though people don't, a lot of the time they're not going to have that space in their garden like you know I'd love to see overseas there seems to be a lot more of a model around community gardens and New Zealand hasn't really tapped into that yet it would be really cool um, to see a lot of that yeah but people are also becoming a lot more conscious with um, food waste and just waste in general I mean for example on our own farm um, at Royal Burn Station we I may have mentioned this to you in the past but um, like we've started up a hot composting system which has been running for almost a year now and is working really well. And that's where our um, abattoir waste, because we have our own little micro abattoir on the farm um, for our for our lamb, and all of the abattoir waste goes into the hot compost, so it's not wasted. Like, it's actually turned into great fertility. Um, the, the base is like a wilding pine um, mulch, um, you know, like bark chip type stuff, and it breaks down fence so well, and, and it just provides great compost that we then use for um, planting our native trees. Then we've also got on the other side of the farm another composting system where we use our cattle um, and it's like a big straw pad with an open um, fence gate thing where they can freely come and go to and from the straw pad. And, you know, obviously they deposit all their manure and urine there. Um, We add biochar, which we make in our market garden to it. And um, over time it creates, again, great compost, um, which we can then use on the rest of the farm. So, yeah... Everyone's becoming more conscious of waste, which is great, you know, cutting down on food waste, but then also looking at, you know, other forms of, in inverted commas, waste. What can we do with that and how can we turn it into a resource? Just to finish on, I'm out of time, and I think I spoke to you about this time a year ago. You're such good copy, you two. Um, Nadia, I, I said it's we're, we're, we're heading into uh, lambing. We're flat out calving at the moment. Farmers are eating on the run. They're often cold. They've got to replenish energy stores. Just a couple of really smart, eating tips for this very challenging time of year? I think invest 
in a good thermos flask. We've got a couple of really good ones, and um, and they they'll like keep the heat in in them for you know the whole day. And then and batch cook. You know you, you just you really got to put in a couple of hours a week and batch cook. I would do like a really delicious you know curry, um, a nice um, casserole or something. Uh, you could you know you make, can make like a bean and mince type thing that can then be frozen in portions, and then you can just pull it out of the freezer. You could do a lasagna, or you could do pasta with it or you could do burritos with it you know you can use that one that one meal to turn into like four different types of meals but um yeah you've, you've got to go the the batch cook the, the slow cook stuff and then just freeze it down in portions and have a really invest in a really good thermos flask so that you can take it out um nice and hot on the farm with you and it will still be nice and hot when you get to it there even you... if it's a one degree day like <laughs> it is here today <laughs> oh well you live in paradise there uh you got to put up with a wee bit of cold on the crown range nadia lim carlos bagri appreciate your time always lovely to chat on the country you too jamie cheers yeah thank you very much jamie